did a lot of reading. I feel like. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no. I feel There's bad. There's lots to talk about. I'm like, I took a lot of notes too. Um, okay. But, well, one just memory, I think maybe the first time I might have seen your work was at this show called Magic Hands. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That was like yeah. the first. Um, uh, that was basically the first time I think I ever showed anything in New York. Oh, really? You've oh, been, so you've I... been, you didn't miss anything. You <laughs> yeah. Miss, you've missed nothing. <laughs> and that painting behind you looks like it was of... Uh, that could the... have been in that show, right? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, though. <laughs> it is a painting. It's a painting of hands. Um, um, yeah. But, and now I've seen your most recent show. Yeah. And, well, I, 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 I always, like, have really responded to your work. and But I am also realizing from reading it that maybe... Well, that it, um, that you, the way you think about it, I maybe didn't, there's a lot I didn't realize from looking at it, I guess. Which sure, is yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think you have a really interesting approach to your work that's almost like a scientist or an inventor <laughs> or something, or a philosopher <laughs> even, um, which feels kind of, <clears throat> um, which feels unique, but, or even like maybe like, of a different time or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that's funny. What yeah. time what time what time would you pick out? I don't even know. I mean, maybe I feel like, like maybe a thousand years in the future. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it feels like maybe even as recently as like the seventies or something, there was hmm. more like writing about people were writing yeah right yeah. i was thinking that i would actually that, that occurred to me the other day like you think about like robert smithson or yeah or a lot Doug. of artists i like actually um are people who wrote but yeah it does i was just kind of realizing that that's kind of a weird thing or just not a lot of people do that anymore for whatever yeah. reason probably because no one wants to read it <laughs> there's no audience for it no i don't right? know if that's true but i mean you used I to open up you used to open up like art forum and there'd be an article by like donald judd or robert smithson you know and that's just not gonna happen you know, there's no equivalent to that that i know of no although i would say i mean i think it's refreshing that an artist is so like thoughtful about their mm. process and yeah. like off like i feel like i've have had the luck of having a few interviews recently where people did write their own statements in their press right yeah that's that's that is something that people do which i i've noticed people do that i've noticed that more recently and i think it's often more helpful than just a bunch of like gobbledygook that doesn't really say anything like right it, yeah that all kinds of sounds the same yeah <laughs> Um, but so maybe we could start there with the statement that you wrote. About. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, um, uh, this is something I've, I think about off and on again, but you know, if it comes time to write something, I'm going to do it. I do. And I write things sometimes, um, just of my own volition, just because I want to, but, um, I don't know. Um, I think that um, sometimes I think um, for me, it's mostly important just to um, get kind of get me out of the way. The, the writing is sort of or the or even the way of thinking, I think, like, the, like sort of like very structured, you know, like um, more or less like rigorous way of thinking is kind of like, I think for me, the function of it is mostly to, in a sense to just kind of like get me like 
out of the picture, like clear me like off the deck, you know, so that the work mm. can kind of like not have me around to bother it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, that's, I think, in a way, kind of what I get out of it. So then, so then I wonder, I mean, I, I actually don't think that people have to read it. You're certainly welcome to, you know, anyone who wants to sure, sure can, but um, I would never think that the, I mean, it's really just the work and then, and then, um, if you find the writing helpful, that's, that's fine. But that's, um, it's definitely secondary, like to the work, um, as far as, far as I, as far as the way I think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's interesting, like you talked about this idea of, like, you're being kind of the assistant, right, right, yeah. assistant to the paintings, like that the paintings that you've kind of created this process or practice and you're kind of just stewarding it in a way Mm -hmm. and letting the painting like be its own person like I think you use the word persona personified yeah personhood yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know that's um it's important to me I mean I've that's I mean I guess maybe that's just like sort of an ambition I have for the work, but I know, um, you know, I've been a person for a while and I know what that, what that is. And I, and it's, um, to me, it's a fairly, um, irreducibly complex thing. And I kind of, I I want this, I want it the same for the work. I want the work to be just as, um, I respond to work that has that same uh, that seems just as irreducibly complex to me. Like that's the kind of work that I think of as as good. You know, mm-hmm. that's the work that like means something to me. And so I I guess I I I'm just trying to create the conditions um, where that where that could happen. At least in the way I'm thinking about it. And then maybe maybe it will or it won't. But at least I have I'm starting with that sort of like value. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I guess I just want the work to be. I like work that's really um, um, real. You know, and um, I don't think, I don't know. I think that most of the work that people like, I mean, or they think it's talked about or written about is sort of, um, um, I don't know, it's sort of, um, it comes it's 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 easily it's it's easy to i think it's it's easier to talk about <laughs> it's easier to talk about as you can see because i can't talk it's easier to talk about or write about or think about things that can be sort of reduced to an idea mm-hmm. and i think that that's that that sort of trend is has sort of gotten worse and worse and i think that in a sense that's that's kind of like a weakness of our of our um, kind of like larger era in a way like almost since like even like since like andy warhol Mm-hmm. um the um the work has you know so i i'm i just um yeah i really um i want to i want to learn something you know from the work even from my work or especially from my work you know i don't want to like show how great i am or what i know or you know broadcast something i want to like receive something Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I guess there's something sort of selfish about it, but I, yeah, I want, I want to like, I want to like be a student, you know, of the work of it, even of my own work. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it feels like it is, I do feel this genuine like searching in it and right, like yeah. 
and it even seems like it kind of branches into like you have this whole categorization system <laughs> right right um, of the different kinds of paintings yeah yeah maybe that also makes me think like you were saying about like work that is real I mean well one thing I want to say about your work too is like I love how it's you kind of were alluding to this a little bit but like it's so it's super physical and kind of like simple in a way like but it's like super transcendent like I always I guess what I meant to say earlier is that I I really read it in this kind of spiritual way um looking at the work you mean yeah like I I felt like oh it was and maybe it is but then the way you write about it is very like kind of like straightforward and about the processes of like which is maybe like you don't have to describe the feeling you get from it but like yeah yeah, I was like oh it's this very transcendent kind of yeah 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 no that's that's funny you said I think of it the same way I think but I'm not able to I'm not able to really put that into words yeah (laughs) I think of it the same way but I guess I write what I could write you know but (laughs) Yeah, and maybe you don't need to. I mean, I think yeah. that's a nice, you like, there's so much space, I think, for the viewer in your work also. Like, it's really, it has this feeling, but it's very open-ended in terms of, like, even just, like, it's, in, like, I think that makes sense, what you said of, like, it, the, the writing is secondary. Like, it's really yeah. interesting to know those little handles, but it doesn't right. feel like that is, like, what it's about necessarily. Right, I'm not even totally sure the writing actually i think strictly speaking i think it's probably safe to say the writing like probably doesn't have anything to do with the work mm-hmm. it's you know it really doesn't it's just it's more it's more it's more like describing like a way of thinking that is like sort of a value system that i have that that explains why i take the approach i take the the relation i take to my own work but then the work is itself yeah you know? yeah and it's got and that that's kind of the point of that whole system of description is like to let you know that the work is itself <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and then it's going to be whatever it's going to be you know and I, and I don't know any any more than really than anyone else does yeah and it feels like genuinely experimental like I mean you you even like I mean I was reading these things and you kind of allude to like using the hand or the foot or other weird objects like toothbrushes yeah. and stuff like do you even so oh so key key paintings are those those are paintings right. that you use a brush for right? <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> yeah um that is well not necessarily true but it's very often the case so that um I end up feeling kind of bad because I feel I feel like I'm like because because this is stuff that I like come up with over a long period of time like I said like I think kind of just to help myself out yeah and now i end up kind of like burdening people with it is, is how i feel like I feel oh like, like, i don't I feel, feel burdened i okay, think it's okay. intriguing okay and, i hope so i hope I so mean, but if not you know they just ignore it you know like, yeah. <laughs> like okay, delete this part but yeah so the um the the different like categories of paintings you know like i had a um um sort of like a breakdown or something you know after um i moved to new york um in 2007 when I grad that's when I graduated Tyler um grad school mm-hmm. was 2007 and moved to New York uh with Maria and you know I was and I had kind of like um really uh 
kind of like uprooted the way I'd been working because I, I didn't really know anything, you know, is what I learned in grad school is that I knew nothing. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I re but really didn't probably less than most people. I really didn't. I was, <laughs> I went to liberal arts school and actually it was philosophy major. So that's, that's the problem mm. writing. Um, <laughs> or that's where that comes from. Um, that history. And, but also an art major, but you know, I didn't, I, I didn't really know. I hadn't seen a lot of work, you know, I didn't really know. I wanted to be an artist, you know, that's, that's kind of all I knew. Um, so anyway, but I learned a lot. Um, I started seeing a lot. I learned a lot in grad school and I learned that I could make um, a good painting um, sometimes or once in a while, but I, but, but I had kind of no idea um, how or why that that ever would happen you know it seemed sort of like you get lucky or it was seemed like pretty you know arbitrary it was trying mm -hmm. things you know mm -hmm. kept trying things you know and um so when I moved to New York I um I, sort of in the spirit of wanting to basically wanting to figure that out um figure out you know how to make work I uh, just destroyed everything that I had made up until that point and um Whoa. And yeah, everything. So I don't have any work older than 2008. Um, well, my parents, my parents' house, a couple of things like from college um, and uh, started again. And I thought I'm just going to kind of like observe myself and I'm just going to kind of observe the painting, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll see like what 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 it is, you know, and I'll try to like um, figure it out, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where that um, those categories of like types of paintings um, came from is just kind of like my observations like oh this this could be a kind of a painting here mm. or this could be a kind of a painting here it could be this and and then then they can kind of relate to each other and depending on the relationship that could actually generate another painting so there's this kind of like then a kind of like universe of like yeah. relationships between paintings that could like generate themselves and more paintings and that was that was great for me because there was like less and less that I had to do you know yeah uh, just kind of set it in motion then it just kind of goes you know and I and I don't have to do anything yeah I love that idea of thinking about it like a universe because it does feel like there's yeah different characters or different like trajectories and yeah I like that yeah. like it feels like there's a thinking that all ties it together but there's a lot of different routes you can take or right exactly but even that you know that that was just something that I kind of needed you know for myself to help me like kind of cope but knowing the different categories and stuff I'm not totally sure that that I mean if you're interested maybe it's interesting but I don't think you need need that to like appreciate the painting or look at the painting you know yeah so when you start a painting are you like well, this is going to be a bump painting or? <laughs> no, I figure it out. I figure it out sometimes partway through or, or after it's totally mm -hmm. done. never the beginning. So well, yeah, what that is, is basically, um, now, now I'm going to get into a little bit, but what it is, is basically it really starts with, um, I mean, really it starts with picking out the wood, um, mm. the stretcher, you know, and you're looking for like the good pieces, um, the straight ones and the ones that are, that are the good ones. And, um, and then the big thing is deciding uh, how long to cut them, you know, to mm -hmm. make this, to make the stretcher, because that's going to determine the dimensions and the scale. Mm -hmm. And that decision is often based on kind of what I've been doing and what would be a good way to, to modify what I already did before, you know, based on like how it's been going. Um, and um, once that is stretched then with canvas, 
um, and especially once then the rabbit skin glue goes on, and then as even more so once the oil primer is on the white, then you can then you can see it either as a, as a space or or as an object, and it's not something that even at that point that you would be sort of conscious of, but if you if you see that sort of white um, prepared canvas as a as a as a space, what this is what I just kind of like notice, like from observing myself or observing the paintings, if you see it, if you see it as a space before you work on it, the working that you do is, is indicating what that space is, you know, that that's a pointing painting, like literally pointing at it and saying like, this is a space. And, and what that pointing does, I think, is it takes the space and like turns it into an object. So it starts off as a space and now because of the work, it, that you do do it, it turns it into, the work is turning into an object so that it can be a space and an object at once. Mm -hmm. And then vice versa, if it starts off as an object, the question is then, well, what's that object like? What's it like to be that object? And so then the work you're doing is kind of like uh, describing mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the quality of that object. Uh, and that is turning the object in, is a way of turning the object into a kind of a space. Mm -hmm. So, that, so the, either way, it ends up being an object in a space at the same time, but it's going either one direction or the other. So if it starts as an object, turns into a space, it's a bump painting. If it starts as a, as a space, turns into an object, it's a pointing painting. Oh, and I, I think, see. But I think you can, I mean, for me, I can kind of get that, um, I get like a distinct feeling from the two kinds when I look at them. Mm -hmm. um, like for me, the pointing, to me, the painting sort of reacts against what you do to it, sort of like um, physics, you know, like, a, like a, like a gun going off, like um, you know how you know how well, maybe, maybe you don't, but <laughs> shoot like a shotgun or something, it really whacks you in the arm. I know, I know about that phenomenon, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I said I grew up in the woods, you know, so yeah, you know, I had a lot of shotguns and stuff. But um, yeah, any physics, you know, there's that's just the equal and opposite reaction. So I feel mm. that way, you know, like if you're pointing at the painting, you're kind of like pushing towards the painting all the time, pointing at it. Um, and often when you're working at it, that's literally what it's like, just kind of like jabbing at it, you know? And I feel like the painting then when it's done reacts against that action is always coming out. Mm. When I look at a pointy painting, I really feel like it's coming out towards me, like forever, always coming in my way. And mm -hmm. kind of the opposite with a bump painting, I feel like that like descriptive um, work is a kind of like pulling, I'm like pulling the space out. And when mm -hmm. I look at a bump painting, when it's done, I feel like it's receding away from me forever. It, it's always trying to get away. Hmm. Anyway. So the but, bump painting uh, is the like one where you start as an object. Is that right? Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so is it maybe partly also like the difference between like um like illusionistic like like thinking of it like as yeah, well, you kind of said it already, but like like thinking of it like something you would bump into or thing that is creating oh, the word you mean space. like the word yeah where'd that word come from yeah yeah someone was like uh you probably even know the person but someone was like oh it's like cocaine right I'm like i know no i never heard that but apparently that's what you call it yeah <laughs> um no i case came up because it just looked like that to me you know like a lot of those paintings just had like to me, like bumps on them, like bumps. they were bumpy, oh, okay. they were bumpy looking. Yeah, it's as smart as, as I was about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that thing more, like um, I think Sala Witt said it. No, I'm mm. not sure, but about like painting is something you, no, sculpture is something you bump into. Oh, that's um, I'm pretty sure that's um, Barnett Newman. 
Oh, by now, yeah. He's such a wit. He's so witty. <laughs> um, so I was thinking it maybe, yeah, it's more like that's funny. That's pretty funny. I hadn't thought about that, Barnett Newman. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, no. Um, uh, but you know that what is actually kind of funny to me um, about that is that um, it's such it's like it end. So there's all these like categories of paintings, but really the big two are like it's either bump or pointing, like I said, because they're like opposites, you know. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being this like dichotomy, and you know it's actually kind of ironic, but actually I guess it's not surprising because it. It's really at this point, it's more about language than about the painting because this is just me, you know, trying to, I guess, I guess trying to understand it, but using language to try to understand it, which is kind of a dumb idea because it, it can't work. <laughs> um, but, but you end up with this dichotomy, and that is um, precisely why I, you know, why I decided to be someone who made paintings as like, the thing I wanted to do with my life was to was to get rid of that dichotomy you know from 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 really from my like my background like from studying um um philosophy um really like in terms of like the mind-body problem mm -hmm. so where like the, the question is like well what's what's real remember I said I want like the painting to be real yeah but to me what that means is if it's real or if it's a person which is, you know, to me, the hallmark of a person is sort of like the unification of, of mind and the body in, in the same thing. When mm -hmm. there's not a difference between it, it's the same thing. It's just one thing. It's both mind and body at the same time. Right. And that is, but that's, that's sort of my take or my reaction to this like pretty like old problem in philosophy, which I would have studied, you know, like in school. Um, which they call the mind-body problem, where the question is, what's real um, in the universe? Because it seems like we've got physical things on the one hand, chairs and pillows and stuff, cups. And then on the other hand, we've got like thoughts, feelings, emotions, and it's very hard to see exactly what they have to do with each other because they seem like such fundamentally distinctly different things. Mm -hmm. And so the traditional response is like the God is like pure mind, for instance. And like permeates everything. So, but you can go into this. I mean, there's a there's like a long history <laughs> dealing with this idea. Yeah. But my, but my what I kind of realized was at a pretty young age was that um, it was like very pernicious. This distinction is very pernicious, and it's very alienating. Yeah. Breaking everything down into mind or body, you know, and what that's what people would try to do. Like when I was in school, they'd be like, you'd either be like a realist, and you'd say, okay, everything is body. Like if you have a thought. That's really just chemicals in your brain. And if you knew enough physics, you know, we'd, we'd know everything there's to know about it. There's no such thing as like thoughts in and of themselves. They're just, it's just all body. It's all physical. Mm -hmm. Or on the other side, you could be an idealist and be like, well, this cup is not here. You know, it's just in your mind, you know, and it's kind of hey. hard, to argue, it's hard, to, hard <laughs> to argue against it. Maybe it's true. But both of those positions, I felt like we're kind of like devaluing something that's like fundamental to what it is to be a person. Like we got to mm -hmm. have both of them. and. Um, and what I realized is that the more like um, philosophy you do, the more you just perpetuate this distinction mm -hmm. and you like make the problem worse. And I think that actually it's, I think philosophy is like a pretty egregious example of it. This is why I stopped with that um, formally. Um, but I think that in a, there's a sense in which language, um, the way that we use language uh, does it too, uh, just in the sense that it's, it's necessarily like referential. Like you've got, you've got like, 
the 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 thing you're referring to and the the thing that does the referring mm-hmm. and they're always there's always a distinction between them mm-hmm. um so every time you use language in that way which is the way our language is structured um you're you're kind of like carving experience up into, into mind on the one hand and, and body on, on the other hand and it, and i think that's very um i think it's actually a big problem and i think it's like in a way like the source of like a lot of like very very big problems and i think that we need to fix it. And I think that um, painting is actually a way that you can fix it. Yeah, I'm totally on board <laughs> so, with you yeah. on this. Like, I think it's something I think about a lot too, although I don't really? have the, I just, yeah, like I mean, training I- training and stuff. What's that? It's just like, a tr- it's just like, tr- it's just like, that's like, I learned it, you know? Like yeah, I don't have it from that background. Yeah. Like, I, although I do, I maybe have know about it more from like psychology and like mm-hmm. spiritual yeah spiritual philosophy i guess right right um but yeah i think yeah i think art is the kind of perfect solution to it i mean i think we often my feeling is that we often err on the side of like um valuing the mind over the body yes that's what i was saying yeah that's what i was saying in my kind of like in my like in like what i was like denigrating you know (laughs) the art that we make as a society yeah. <laughs> in like recent decades. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's getting worse and worse, I think. Yeah. Sure. And I think your work, I do feel a sense of your work, like reversing that a bit. Like it's trying very, to, I mean, yeah. I, I, that's what I consider good. And I'm at least trying to set it up so that that could happen, you know? But, yeah. But, um, but that's, what's so funny about the whole mind body thing is that here I am doing it again, you know, I'm, but, <laughs> But fortunately, that's just me and talking. It's not really, it doesn't matter because the painting, hopefully, actually painting has nothing to do with that, so. Yeah, well, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, talk about these things in a fused way because we, yeah, maybe the reason why we paint in the first place is we right. don't have the language to. Right, I think once you start talking, like, you kind of have lost it. But I think as long as you accept and understand that, then it's okay to keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you want to communicate. Yeah, after. yeah. and it's kind of, fun to like read I think it's fun to try yeah it's fun fun to try that's the fun thing about teaching is like this is we can't put it into words but it's kind of fun to sit and see what what would be the best word you know exactly (laughs) and you can't like and you can't get to the bottom of it either like you know yeah Yeah. well that's that and that's the thing like you were saying the privilege of mind is that I think that a lot of us want to be able to get to the bottom of it just because it feels more sort of like comfortable or safe or something and so that's the kind mm. of work that tends to get elevated is yeah like answers you know a lot right. of answers, all answers all packaged up so you tell a little story and yeah but I don't yeah I think I'm interested in the opposite of that like mystery and stuff yeah. <laughs> um so maybe we could talk about some of I mean there's lots to talk about I want to get into color and time oh and yeah right and all these things but one thought I had about this idea of like, I think you said like real work, and mm. I was thinking how you opened the show with this drawing by the oh a pearl blah belt yeah yeah, um and I wonder yeah why you chose that piece or how it how you thought about it in relation to the oh show. yeah that's a good that's a good question um I own it uh, that drawing it's the only thing I ever really bought um mm-hmm. like you know the only artwork I ever really yeah bought. and uh you know I just went in there I bought it at Carrie Shuss and um he had it on the wall just like with magnets but I don't think it was even framed he had a stroke 
of, of her drawings. Mm. And uh, I was just, you know, I felt that I, um, that I must have it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that one in particular, it was so, so, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. It hit, just hit something very deep. You know, it just hit something very deep inside of me. Yeah. And um, so good. And um, I'm not even sure how I can talk about that drawing. Um, but it's, um, it's a drawing too. So it's a little bit different from, and I can't really make a drawing like that. I don't think Um, it's not, it's not, see for me, the paint, see for me, the paint and the canvas are pretty necessary uh, because, because they're, because they, because they have that, that third dimension this way, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you can really recognize them as objects. And um, once you, um, once you, once you're able to recognize, uh, most people don't think of them as objects, but since I make the paint myself and stuff from pigment, it's easier for me to see the paint as an object and not just like a color. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you, uh, once you see it as an object, you know, and then if you, if you really um, have a lot of respect for, for it as an object, then my feeling is that if you follow it as an object, uh, well enough or closely enough it will you'll you'll see that it's in fact a mind at the same time simply because objects mm-hmm. and minds are the same thing yeah. you know mind body problem um but with the drawing it's that's a little bit trickier because that object um quality of the material is not so obvious and so you know pearl ballville has to be um doing some magic i guess with <laughs> that drawing i'm not really sure how she does it I really, I have to think about that. I have to think about how she does it. I really, maybe I can't ever, ever know. I mean, that's interesting because I like, I think I've often felt like a drawing is more the direct, like, I mean, I definitely agree with what you're saying, especially Mm. like I like picturing you making your whole painting and it's like devotional act or something or. Mm. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, like you're infusing the whole thing with, kind of energy it's not just this thing you are trying to finish to get the painting done like right. you started the painting immediately um but yeah I guess I have a sense of often thinking about drawing as being this direct mind thing mind mind like actually even like the hand and the, mind. the hand is so apparent there yeah I don't know it's, it's something also about the humility of her materials I mean it's mm. just a, it's just a piece of paper it's like with lines line note paper and all her drawings are on that kind of paper and it's a regular pencil you know and a colored pencil uh which is i'm sure all she had uh you know access to um and uh yeah i guess it's the um i guess she is able to um i guess she is able to do it uh just because it's so direct you know it's so direct Mm -hmm. um and 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 maybe um and and uh, why but why why she can be that direct um when when most of us can't i i i i can't answer that you know i really don't know why or how she's able to do it or why yeah but but i but i do think the the poverty of the materials probably probably um probably helps um you know that's all she needs maybe even the fact like that reminds me of this other thing you wrote about of like well we'll get to it of this drawing with the 
frog and the animals and like oh yeah right dichotomy between like making and showing like it seemed like she was someone who was making without having to think about showing that's exactly true yes I'm sure it had to do with her life and she was very um right she 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 uh she was a great artist um I I I don't know how she would have described herself but she certainly didn't um show her work at all in her life yeah and it wasn't an option and I'm sure she I, I imagine she didn't consider it as an option yeah given 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 what I know about her life yeah that, you know she didn't have any friends and lived by herself with no electricity and stuff so and people like called her a witch people called her a witch <laughs> yeah 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 but but that's that, I, I don't know there's that there's something in that there's something about that that rings a bell for me that that, that speaks to some kind of Um, something that's, I think, accurate about, you know, being an artist, you know, hopefully that it doesn't have to be, um, yeah, it's tough, you know, it's tough. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it's like, I mean, we can't really know how or why she did it, but it does feel like one could guess that creating things was a more private activity it was very private yeah it was very private and then um and then I put it I put it under the the canvas covered it up yeah so it's so very you kept private some of, <laughs> yeah kept some of the privacy I like yeah. documented with the little um emergency thing too I don't yeah <laughs> the that's just was there you know that's the fire alarm I felt like I it would be like I, I shouldn't cover that up because if there was a fire, you have to see it. Um, but um, yeah, you know, I just, I wanted to protect it from the light and I wanted to, um, I have so much respect for the drawing that I wanted. I didn't want, I didn't want to expose it to um, the space, just sitting there like it's, like it's, you know, pencil or something, like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, so I wanted people to look at it very intentionally um and so they have to lift it to look you know they have to lift the canvas to see it yeah I like that that was my idea I like that it it like opens the show too like it's the first thing you encounter when you enter yeah I wanted up front you know I I thought of it as sort of like an epigraph you know like a quote like at the beginning of a novel you know like Mm. um you know like a they don't do that really anymore but like a George Eliot novel would have like some kind of quote yeah I love that that's cool yeah like it gives you a kind of orientation yeah 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 I mean it's just um and it's a little hard for me to really pinpoint they're put into words exactly the relation between the um that particular drawing and, and the show but I felt that I felt that there was one yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, so I think you call all of them paintings, but like mm-hmm. you have like paintings that maybe look more like our traditional idea of paintings and then other right. objects, which are, some have three dimensions, some are like found or altered. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, so think, and I guess maybe I relate the draw that the pearl drawing to those like kind of, moments or mm-hmm. or even it's kind of like that yeah yeah the painting also it reminds me the most of or something maybe they're kind of near 
but that one called death which is more like representational which I right that one, yeah so. which is also a key key painting and painted with a brush like yeah right okay. mm -hmm. you just brought that up and then i went into the whole thing but yeah the key key painting you know it mm -hmm. represents something that's not a painting which so so mm. so, so basically um a pointing painting and this is not we don't have to keep talking about this but a pointing painting um it's it's just a straight pointy painting um sometimes you the, sometimes the idea of counting the points is important like it matters how many you know and so that would be like a, a counting pointing painting but if it's just mm -hmm. pointing like we're just pointing at the canvas that's it nothing else we're just indicating here it is you know it's an object it's it's a painting um mm -hmm. it's very uh it's very free of description you know that 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 act has nothing about it that's descriptive and so for that reason i had the idea that it would be a good idea to make a painting that describes that painting a new painting that describes that painting the pointing painting mm -hmm. that, those are, those are key paintings so anytime there's a straight pointing painting there's another painting usually smaller usually with a brush um it's like descriptive of that of that painting of the pointing painting in terms of painting and that's a key painting uh -huh. I don't think there were any of those in the show, but then, but then, key key painting then would be a painting that's descriptive of something that's not a painting. That's where that that's where that name came from. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot yeah. more. There's a lot more things like that. <laughs> yeah, those are. I was looking at your website and looking at different the, the different bodies of work and right, right. I like how it also feels like they're all kind of spanning many years like it's not like yeah. you finish them and then move on to the next like they're all kind of happening at okay. right 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 yeah right. yeah for the most part yeah yeah and even the show itself seems to span mm -hmm. like a number of years it does yeah four or five years yeah i mean i'm never um i've never psychologically and also circumstantially i've never been a guy with like a date on my calendar and like i'm making work for this show gotta gotta yeah. go to see it because i got a show like that's that's never been how it is for me and um that's just that's also just not how i think or, or or how i work you know i'm just going in the studio as part of my practice which is just because i i that's just what i do and then if there's a show, there's a show, and then you know that that's kind of it. But sometimes I can't I can't predict like how much work there will be. Yeah. The time I, I guess the time is part of the work, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Time seems really important to you in maybe different ways, and um, I yeah, I think that's cool and admirable that you can kind of divorce yourself from like it feels like your work. Your you kind of place this or you just are so invested in this process and it's yeah. going to be continuing and like right you kind of figure out a show from that process not the right. other way around yeah not the other way around yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah mm -hmm. it doesn't like fit in too well with our like you know like business models and stuff but that is uh -huh. yeah, that's the only way i can do it yeah <laughs> well it, i mean i think it worked out really beautifully in this case like mm. it doesn't Thank feel you. like a big space and all yeah yeah and the and the constellation of different things. Um, yeah, maybe we should talk about time a bit. Like it feels like there's a, something called a time machine. I was thinking the baseball piece is kind of like another time machine in a way, like it's 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's very yeah. good observation. Yeah. 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 Cause the baseball, um, you know, machine, you, uh, you, you can kind of make a new painting, um, every, every half inning, but yeah, you'd have to wait, you know, for the next half inning to make, get the next one and you can't do it yeah. unless there's a baseball game playing. So like, right. Yeah. But even that, yeah, the title and the parameter of it is about this length of time. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's something I've thought about a lot. Um, it's very interesting. Um, it's just hard to know. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to know what time is. Um, yeah. I, and this is also something that I have a little bit of background reading um, about in terms of philosophy. Um, so I tend to, because I have that, I tend to think of it in those terms, but um, obviously it's a problem not just in those terms but it's um you know it's uh it's such a fundamental it's such a it's it's very fundamental to the way that we think and the way that we like perceive the world are an 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 idea of time um and we have sort of no idea what it is um mm -hmm. and uh you know um uh and so it'd be interesting to to try to get to get to it you know <laughs> and you can never get to it because it's so it's too it's too fundamental like so for example um there's a famous like thought experiment um about space and it's not that hard to you can imagine a world that um doesn't have any space in it and and where you don't need an idea of space mm -hmm. and but it's and it's a pretty it could be a pretty legitimate world like a pretty full world it could have like individuals in it that you, that you could like that could go away and come back and you could recognize them again and stuff and it would just be all it is is a world where the only thing that happens is sound uh -huh. there's nothing else just sound there's no other senses not so, consciousness also or well sound? yeah no you're yeah. hearing the sounds yeah no you yeah, gotta be hearing okay. the sounds yeah yeah <laughs> okay good. yeah but there's no other <laughs> sensory you're not receiving any others so you're in the world right but you're uh -huh. not receiving any sensory phenomena other than sounds you're just pure sound world right um so if that were the case you could like pick up on the sound and, and you could kind of get to know it and it could go away and there could and you could make comparisons you could do all kinds of stuff but you wouldn't need like when we hear sounds we do think of them in terms of space because like oh that's a sound that's far away and stuff but in this world, if, if it had always been that way, it would just be a quiet sound, a loud sound. You'd have no reason to think of it in terms of space. You wouldn't need mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. But to try to do that with time, um, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, it's very difficult to imagine a world that, without time because it, we, now you're imagining, you'd, you would have to imagine everything that happens in this world that has ever happened in it or that will ever happen would, hap would I guess, have to be happening like simultaneously. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's much, of, it, it seems like you're basically imagining like more like a void or something or like nothingness, you know, there, there, there could either be no change at all. If there's, if there's a world with no time, like it's just constant, um, the same input you're getting, uh, with no modulation or change. Um, it's hard to, it's very hard to picture it, I think. I was reading that bit that you wrote about that, and I was thinking this is kind of coming off of something I just read. Have you ever read Alfred Adler? I never. Mm -mm, no. He's I like, the, um, he's I guess like kind of the third 
guy of like Freud, Jung, I guess. Oh, that's so like, funny. Yeah, which I and I just never really heard of him or, yeah. or or maybe heard of him, but I didn't know about him. But his whole thing is very much about like like we only have now that everything happens in the now. So I was kind of thinking like, yeah. what if what if that is our world actually? Because we only ever have we can only experience a single moment. So what if all of the other time then right. comes the memory or a projection or whatever. Well, right. So I think that, right, exactly, exactly, yeah. So I think that that's another way of, I think of phrasing kind of the same thing. Like we, mm -hmm. we, we kind of don't, that, that's, I think that's kind of a way of saying that we actually don't have an experience of time. All we have is, is space and we infer, we infer that there must be time because the space, uh, there's like a change in the space. Changes so like, happen. Yeah, changes. Yeah. yeah, so the changes happen to the space. But you're right. Um, if we if we cease to infer like a connection between any of those changes, then <laughs> <laughs> you know, which maybe we're incorrect to think that. Um, but um, well, we have know, a really but, hard time existing. Like we're often in the past or the future. For sure. Not. Yeah. If you yeah. were really, if you were truly just in the moment, purely, you would all the time. You would not. Be able to survive because you wouldn't be able to make any like plans for your survival you know and you know mm -hmm. um you wouldn't um you need you need some time for your like bodily processes to to carry out so like if you're gonna take a breath you know that's not gonna do you much good if if that breath doesn't then turn into like oxygen in your cells you know a, mm -hmm. a little bit after that you know so you would you would it would be like dying you would you would be just dying i guess <laughs> Although babies, I think babies and animals maybe exist in that space, but well, they oh, in terms of how they think about it, yeah, how they think, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But for us, um, yeah, yeah. we do need to hold both. Well, yeah. So that's what I was. <laughs> that's what I was thinking about in terms of time and color. Um, and that was just a thought I had, you know, from working on paintings. Um, just from thinking about color a lot. Uh, paintings with a lot of um. Where the where paintings where the basis for the painting is really color as opposed to drawing, mm -hmm. that is um, that's actually pretty. I think that's pretty unusual. You know, like I do think um, I do think of Matisse in that way. Maybe Yves Klein. There's it's it's hard to think of a, too many examples. I think mm -hmm. of people who really truly start with color and let the drawing develop out of the color instead of the mm -hmm. other way around. Like Bonard, definitely starting with drawing and the color comes out of that. Mm -hmm. um, even people you think of like as color guys, it's usually the drawing first, then the color, yeah. or the or the drawing sets up the color, right? Um, or provides like the scale for it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess what I the, the the idea I had or the thought I had um, was that um, maybe um, since you know so much of the history of art is really about uh, drawing. And I think in a, in, a, in a sense, what that is, I mean, the way it's often talked about is like in terms of like an exploration of space or like an evolution of like ways of thinking about space, mm -hmm. you know, we're like deconstructing the space or analyzing it or synthesizing it or whatever, or it's political mm -hmm. space. It could even be, you know, uh, figurative in that way, um, metaphorical. Mm -hmm. um, I think what that maybe is about is like an attempt to kind of like escape space so we can like see it or like have it or like right. what is it or what Freeze is the space actually yeah. actually possess the space you know mm -hmm. which, which you can't do unless you can step outside of it so all this like drawing and like 
attacking space kind of is uh, dealing with space. What, what would be the word like investigating space um, <laughs> is a way to like step outside of it and actually have access to it to like get to experience it for once. And I thought if there is a way, perhaps the, the way then, I don't know, but perhaps the way to do that with time, to step outside of time finally and actually get to experience time is not with drawing, but with color. Mm -hmm. to really start with color and then and I just I just kind of thought that I felt that when I think about paintings that really truly are based in color and everything else about them come here that the space that's in them comes from comes from the color not the other way around um I felt that that's that's what's 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 sort of radical about that and I think very hard to talk about um is that is that you are kind of getting to time like more directly in in those those types of paintings mm. as opposed to translating into space you know or sort of, sort of as opposed to doing space first yeah i find that's very intriguing and yeah but i'm also not sure i understand yeah. it yeah right. like yeah but i'm like i'm fascinated by especially because i've been like my sense of color as an artist is very yeah. intuitive and i feel like i've been mm. trying i had a friend who was like I want to know more about color and I right. even teach color to students, but my general feeling is like, you just play around with it and you kind of feel your way through it. Yeah. 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 But and I, that's what's, that's the problem. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, it's, it has to be color. You can't, you can't really break it down into like steps or processes, but, but yeah. you can do that with drawing, you know? Right. And I think that's, I think that's why drawing is, I mean, usually the the paradigm of like thinking about art because like you can learn it like you can go to school and learn it and it's always been that way and color you have to do it all at once like it has to be holistic and so there's in a way it's you can't exactly teach it um you know yeah you have to do it you have to make it it's all, the whole thing at once exactly yeah yeah but somehow I feel like you have some other system for yourself or for something color? I don't yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you? How do I think about color? Um, when you're actually painting, like, how oh yeah, is... yeah. No, I can yeah. tell you exactly how I think about it. Yeah, because I because yeah. I think about it a lot. It's not complicated. Okay. <laughs> it's not complicated, <laughs> but it's just it's just hue. It's all hue for me. I'm a hundred percent mm. hue guy. I have okay. no value <laughs> and no saturation. Uh -huh. I'm just uh -huh. totally hue. <laughs> That's it. Right. So like the saturation is basically full. Full, full, full saturation because that's basically the um. The so you're using this pigment, so basically yeah, the it's pigment. The yeah, I'm making yeah. it. That's the that's what I'm interested in, and mm -hmm. um, and uh, and I mean, and the uh, as far as the value goes, that also just comes from the like some some of the pigment is dark and some is light. You know, mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it. But um, there are times though where you can't see the hue very well unless unless um unless you put a little like I, I like to use like zinc white because it's um very transparent you know and it doesn't desaturate you know it's mm -hmm. not like chalky at all um so there's certainly you know, like you got your dark violets and like greens and blues some of those you um you just can't tell what they are unless you put a little zinc white in them but um, mm -hmm. other than that it's basically I'm always thinking here I am on like the 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 hue the spectrum of colors you know like the color spectrum like magenta to red to you know to uh orange yellow like that mm -hmm. um 
and uh, where, 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 if I'm, if I'm there on that spectrum, like, where do I want to go? Like next on that, on that, on that spectrum, like in relation to that, that's, that's kind of it. That's what yeah. And it's just kind of a subjective, like feeling. It doesn't seem subjective to me. Like it definitely seems like there's a right one. Yeah. And but I might, it might take a while to figure it out, but, uh, but you know, I'm not, I can't, I also can't say that someone else would agree that that's the right one. <laughs> Yeah, one, you know, but it, but I think that it is the right one. Yeah, for me at that time, you know. Right. So there's maybe there's um. I mean, maybe this is too far out for you. I don't know, but um, I mean, I do feel like you invoke the idea of the paintings being like a collaboration with like yeah the yeah yeah or something that it's not only you that makes the decisions or something. right right yeah it, it doesn't feel that way to me yeah 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 no, for sure yeah it seems like that's the what the painting um requires you know yeah you're a great colorist also oh thanks say. yeah thanks. <laughs> yeah well it's just because of what i just told you <laughs> on that spectrum the color spectrum <laughs> yeah um, i was thinking yeah. about the one um there's one where you talk about using the i ching a bit and i was very intrigued by oh, that oh yeah that book yeah 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 yeah. Um, you know, I was just uh, thinking I, sh I would like to read that book and I have it. I have a nice copy that's just the old part, like the, just the original, uh, the oldest part without, apparently most of it is commentaries mm. that came in the centuries afterward, oh. after these little drawings, they're little drawings, you know what it is, these little drawings. Yeah. Uh, I think what, and, exactly what they're called. And they, yeah, they, uh, they hexagrams. Hexagrams, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's 36 of them. Um, and clear, you know, I, you can see I don't know a whole lot about it, but I thought I would read it and um, to see, you know, what it was. And um, you, uh, I, I, I tried to read it, but you, that's not, that's not how it, that's not how it works. You, yeah. you don't, you don't read it. <laughs> right. So you it's have like to divination. Right. You have to. Um, go through the procedure to see which one you're going to read. You're going to get one or maybe two. I, I actually got two. Mm -hmm. um, cause what, cause if you get two, that means you've got the first one, but it's in the process of turning into the next one. Yeah. So yeah. So I, so, so when I did that, I, um, I took that title from that painting from the one that it was turning into the second mm -hmm. one, you know? Yeah. Um, I just like, you know, it's like they're little poems. You get little poems sort of yeah. just for you in a way. But so it, it didn't it didn't inform your process except for in the titling of it. Uh, or... right, and that's how all the titles are. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing to do with making the actually making the painting. Oh, okay. That I that I know yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but but I had been doing it, and it's the same thing with a lot of the titles, and and or something I've been reading, you know, and the painting suggested it to me reminded me of it you know yeah mind. and so I said oh I'll, I'll I'll name it after that then mm -hmm. yeah. I guess I was thinking about do you know like Don Cage used mm -hmm. it a lot yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 no that's that's what you're thinking yeah I, yeah I realized that halfway through yeah but even so like even if you're not using it in that way I do feel like I do get a sense that kind of chance maybe plays a part in a looser way of like oh I was reading this and it made me think of this or I right. I don't know you talk about like using a wallet that you were gonna throw away like mm -hmm. I'm not sure how you used it but like 
Things yeah, you like just use it like to put the paint on, you know. Yeah, like it's like chance. Things arise, and you try to utilize them in the work. Yeah, I mean, things. You know, it's true. Things arise. Um, it, to me, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to have anything uh, to do with chance. But of course, they're all contingent circumstances that could have been something else. Yeah, that's true. But on the other hand, but on the other hand, I'm. I'm the result of those particular contingent circumstances. So from my perspective, they're they're the opposite of contingent. They're actually very necessary. So they're like they're oh. like, they're like locked in. They're the opposite of chance. You know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. I know. I, like I know that. from like a larger perspective, they could have been something else, but then not everything would have been something. I'd be something else. You'd be something else. Right. <laughs> so. I see. So you're seeing them as like this inevitable. Totally inevitable. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly, interesting. Yeah. Even though, like, even though they seem to sort of like flimsy, but like some things are flimsy, you know. That's just, yeah, yeah, I like that. That's cool. I like that you seem to like incorporate kind of very. I don't know. There's like a frugality or right, kind of like. Right. Um, right. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean that in a good way. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like a kind of like using what you have or using right. things that have a meaning in your life outside right. of painting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, that's, um, it's, uh, I mean, the paintings, a lot of the paintings are big and stuff, but you know, it's a, something anybody, it's not like super expensive and even like making your own paint is cheaper. Yeah. You know? So there is sort of politics, I think in a sense of that, that that's one thing that I like about painting. I mean, really any, like for a blood, you know, anybody can make, that's not a painting but anybody can make a painting or a drawing yeah yeah there's a kind of like I like that aspect of it feels like yeah egalitarian or yeah. like it's not it's like that's what I mean about like holding something that's very transcendent but it's also super like you use your wallet you use like this right. weird piece of stick or something right, right right yeah <laughs> Like anyone can understand that or something. Right. Yeah. 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 And I do actually feel reluctant to like just throw things out. I just I feel like I should be able to use it. You know. Mm hmm. <laughs> I feel that way about everything, not just paintings. <laughs> yeah. Um. It feels like also like baseball and even and and fatherhood have also like really infiltrated into. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, baseball, you know, I, uh, it's funny cause I never cared about it as a kid, but my dad took me to a lot of games. And I think for that reason, um, it became significant to me if, at, when I was older. Um, mm -hmm. um, but it is something that you just end up thinking about, um, pretty often if you'd follow a baseball team because they play all the time they play every day you know mm -hmm. for like half the year yeah um and so since i'm thinking about it it's it's um it's gonna you know i'm probably still thinking about it when i'm in the studio mm. um and do you um, listen to baseball a lot while i used to i used to i know i do listen to it on the radio i don't watch it on tv yeah um, i don't have a tv or i don't have any um I have a TV, but it doesn't have any um, television on it. You know, it doesn't have any stations. <laughs> it, it, just, it just shows like the DVDs that I put in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no shows. There's no TV shows. Just right. movies. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't really like TV shows. I only like, I really only like movies. You know, I like movies, but mm -hmm. I wanted it to be over. I don't want to 
watch it again and again like forever you know I, I don't want to do that yeah TV show so <laughs> anyway um yeah so I but I, I really like listening to baseball on the radio I used to li listen to it in the studio sometimes which is how I got that idea for that baseball machine but I don't um I don't I, I don't usually do that anymore um I like to listen to music um but um you know it's there's something about the just the idea of it I think um because you know you know what it looks like very clearly it's this diamond shaped field it's got people in designated spots you know and like evenly spaced very symmetrical nine people spaced out around it and there's really only um there's not that many things that could really happen you know the guy that there's a there's a very finite list of each each action there's a lot of different actions and steps that could take place but each one it's there's not a whole lot of different ways it could go mm -hmm. but if you put it all together it's never it's sort of inexhaustibly complex it's kind of that kind of it's interesting to me mm. and if you listen to it on the radio you just kind of have that like picture in your mind and you can kind of like um feel it. it really to me the radio you know it seems like like uh like a schematic painting like instructions for like a schematic painting mm. um but fatherhood, you know, um, it also has a lot to do with time. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot to, and just in the sense of like, um, you know, mortality, you know, dying and stuff. And fatherhood, for me at least, if you think, I'm thinking about dying a lot. Right. <laughs> but um, but also you're also just logistically, um, <laughs> but. But you know, it's funny, something about it, it just, it actually, I really think that it is much easier. I have a much easier time. I don't have as probably as much time in the studio as I did before I was father, but um, it, it's, um, has really helped me uh, to make paintings. It really has, like I've noticed it's much easier for me. Uh, mm. I, I, I mean, I, I know what to do and it kind of is what it is, but it's, um, I'm not really sure why, but it has it has connected me to um, um, I don't know maybe maybe because of thinking about death or something. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But it's connected me to something that is very helpful, you know. And it just it seems very straightforward now. You That's know? cool. It, it yeah. didn't always seem that so straightforward before, but now it really is. Yeah, I've heard that from people. Really? Like maybe yeah, yeah. In a sense of. Like you have less time, but it feels more precious or even, yeah, like you have a sense of the finitude of your life and you want to. Yeah, a sense of the finitude of, of your life, but also, yeah, but also just like, what's the painting going to be? And like, it just seems very clear. It seems very clear to me. That's Please, cool. More clear, clearer. Yeah. yeah. And well, also when you're talking about baseball, like it made me, the way you were talking about baseball made me think of or this baseball object of like different kind of parameters and different moves, but infinite potential. It seemed like mm -hmm. very similar to the way you think about painting too. Totally. Yeah, 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 totally. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, with fatherhood, well, in the show, yeah, I feel like the spirit of both seems to infuse a lot of. Or yeah. Cause a lot of the objects, you know, have to do with that. That's just cause of that's, that's just kind of what's around right now. You yeah. Know? That's what it, is my life is what's going on <laughs> yeah which I think is cool like like my last guest also is a semi-recent parent but mm -hmm. and she's like a woman and right. uh I feel like often people like 
wonder or speculate about how mother like motherhood changes their work or something like that but I feel like you don't hear as much about the opposite or something so I thought it was cool that you are like forefronting your fatherhood or even like collaborating with your son a bit too oh yeah that's right yeah I forgot about that well it's more like I hired him you know but yeah (laughs) (laughs) you subcontracted him yeah he's paid well but yeah he's you know he's an assistant Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're an assistant too yeah he's the assistant to the assistant yeah he's a very he's a pretty low on the totem pole but then you have so there's like drawings that you kind of commissioned him to make but there's also like kind of excerpt like things that you presented as paintings which are like children's books i guess right 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 yeah Yeah. two of those i guess um one um you know one of them um the one from the frog and toad book um i just took it out of the book and just and just framed it because um well well because um uh i was just pretty amazed by it you know when i saw it when i saw it just when i was reading the book Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that my son had any particular feeling about it, but um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, it just really, um, it was clear to me, it was clear to me when I saw it, that that particular page, that like physical page, really transcended the rest of the book. And it like transcended like everything else in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because um, the way the um, the materials work together, like the ink and the and the paper work together and in terms of like the drawing and like the intention of the drawing mm-hmm. were like they were perfectly um the same, you know. So I saw it as as a person or like as an artwork, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, and so because I knew I was gonna destroy that book, I um I got some more just to see. And the others weren't as good, you know. Yeah. It was the way that particular one was printed. Somehow. And it was the same composition it wasn't even like a slightly different no 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 so yeah I got I got like two more copies of the same book yeah like because it's a book you buy it's not an expensive book you know it's like four dollars and yeah uh, paperback and um yeah so every page is identical you know yeah but it's not because it because it was printed a little bit differently like each each one is not truly identical of course even if it was the next one off the printing press or whatever in the book factory because it's different atoms and molecules and something's going to be different you know and the one i that first one i got was uh was the good one and so that's why i framed yeah. it but uh, i also you know i also thought that uh, part, i thought it was significant also the story like you were saying about showing and that's what it made me think of you know but that's not really yeah. why i framed it yeah that well it makes me think of like personhood again actually like in yeah. the sense of like it's a mass produced object but somehow there's some something unique about this particular yeah yeah yeah. well they all are they all are particularly unique you know and I guess that really if 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 I was a better person or um more advanced or more developed I would understand the sense in which every object is is a person or every object is an idea because I know intellectually that it must be but it's just easier for me to see that with certain things like paintings, paintings of paintings are the easiest, you know, mm-hmm. good paintings, paintings mm-hmm. are by far the easiest because we think of them already as, um, 
as having like a subjective point of view and we also think of them as objects you know mm -hmm. and also um and also i think that it's because um a painting you know, like if i say the word painting to you you kind of know you you have an idea of what that form means you know that it's like gonna most likely go on the wall and it's and it's probably gonna have one dimension that's a lot skinnier than the other two you know mm -hmm. yeah and but 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 any one painting is different from any other painting you know so there's a sense in which they're in the idea of the painting they're all the same uh but then then the body of the painting is one is different from 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 the next so so it has it has it has that like conflation of like mind and body in it in a way that i think other other art forms um don't necessarily have um uh like for instance a sculpture could really be anything it could be a cup or you know it used to be in like a statue but it could be anything yeah so you know each one is physically different but there's no there's no form of it that gives it uh that gives it like uh that gives it a a, a status of an of an idea you know that doesn't have there's no like sculpture as idea like in your mind the way right. it is for painting yeah there's like no a, platonic idea exactly well yeah <laughs> not quite yeah but, but exactly but there's no um there's no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't exist as an, as an idea. The form doesn't exist as an idea the way. Yeah. Or we could say the constraints, like, I think it kind of works with film too, because there's ah, like. But with film, like, but with film, yeah. it doesn't, it goes the other direction. Oh. So film, very, a very strong form. The idea mm -hmm. is very strong, but I could have, I could have two, um, the, what the film is, is really not not um is not uh limited to the uh, particular physical extension so there's so there's not a sense in which i can say i didn't truly see i didn't truly see you know pulp fiction because i saw it in this movie theater instead of that movie theater right. we both just as much see pulp fiction right, in right. new york and la simultaneously we're both totally seeing the real that's pulp fiction true. and that's that's not possible for a sculpture or, or for a painting Right, right, right. And I like that you, um, yeah, that's a good point. But I do like that about film that the kind of like, because of the strong, the strength of the very strong. method or the, what did the, you say? The, the, yeah, very strong. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, the form of it, the idea of the form is very strong. Yeah. Yeah, that you can, that, has an idea. I don't know, you can really play off of that or challenge. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. And I but feel like with paintings or even just with your painting, like you are using that form, but you mm -hmm. like resist. The form is so important. Yeah. Yeah. But you also resist kind of being formulaic. Like it sounds like even the way that you choose the size of it is like, right. you don't just make 10 of the same size. Like <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The form is so interesting for a painting because um, I also think that that it, there's not much to it. Right. It's just it's just that this direction is skinnier than the other two, you know. <laughs> But pretty much, right? Yeah. But that that I think is actually um, I, I think that's actually almost like a model of um of how we of how we see, because mm -hmm. I think that if you're looking around or standing and, and looking, it's not you just kind of just automatically see like up and down and like left and right. You that's just what you see. That's like your field of vision. But this direction, the depth of that you mm -hmm. see, that is actually um 
that's actually like a, I think that's actually like a mental construction. So like we just kind of know from experience that like if it's getting blue, that means it's really like far away or that like if a, if a tree is curving around, there must be something behind a tree. But strictly speaking, when you're looking at it, it could be totally flat. You know, and we just we just kind of we just kind of that part of it is just kind of like the, the part we add to with our minds the, to our to what we're literally getting from our eyes. You know, I mean, this direction, Bye. the depth direction. And so I think that a painting, the the struct, the physical structure of a painting or the form of a painting with that one dimension that's skinnier is kind of a model, functions as kind of a model of the way that we see the world, and it's it's itself at the same time one of the objects in the world that we see. So that's mm -hmm. kind of kind of amazing because it's like that that's how it's that's how it's able to be you know a, an object in the world and a subject or at least it's a model of a subject but I think that we actually do think of it as a subject um, that has it has kind of its own point of view you know or, or its own position you know like a Barnett Newman has a different position than like uh, Mark Rothko or whatever here you know uh, yeah um, you know Andy Warhol yeah and the tension of the like constraints i guess i don't know if that's the best word but the tension of the of the parameters i think helps us to see better yeah 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 i think that tension is really important yeah mm -hmm. like it's got to have like the stretcher you know like i'm just gonna hang on the wall and stuff like that's important to me but yeah that's um that's what just kind of because you got to deal with it yeah or even yeah what you emphasize or even what you might break the rules on like exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of want to go back to that, to just the other, like, uh, image from a book, which I was more unclear. Oh, the, um, uh, what book was that? I know what you're talking about. Oh, Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, and it's blue, and it's, I think it's called I See a Darkness. Mm -hmm. but yeah. It, and it said, I think you said something about you, like, took the figures out and added to it is that right yeah 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 and that's a page um from that book uh green eggs and ham and um my son and i both recognized that page as being the best page you know in the book and that was the page like we we both really always wanted to look at um mm. when he was really little you know and uh um <laughs> yeah so I destroyed that too, um, but I just I just bought one more <clears throat> copy. He was a little. He actually saw some of these. He got a little bit traumatized when he saw them. <laughs> but it was like you know I had the other one ready, but I, you know yeah. he, he like saw it and like they're cycling or something. But um, yeah, I just um, I just um, I felt that that drawing was very very close. Um, it was very very close to. Um, making it clear it was very very close to, to for me for me looking at it it was close to being clear that the that the subject and the object were the same mm. and what was keeping that from happening were those figures you know mm. the figures were kind of dragging it down so mm -hmm. i i took those figures right on out with an exacto knife and i <laughs> the, and the, because of the way the book's printed the whole thing is it's there's very few colors actually so that cyan color is all over that book so i had plenty of access to the same thing ah. i put it back in and just kind of um with my pen um fixed it in you know the way the way like it could have been to make it uh you know make it better yeah i mean i think my memory of seeing that was like 
I didn't know it was like doctored until like yeah. that. It looks totally right. seamless. Yeah. 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 That's not bad. But no, you can see though if you look at it, it's doctored. Oh, okay. But, Maybe yeah, I the, just. The page in the book, there's the characters that are, you know, that's what the book is about. It's about these characters. You know? Yeah. But um, it was just very uh, powerful, um, except for those characters, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, I feel like what happens maybe with both of those images for me, like they feel like they become very adult or existential mm. or something like. Yeah. While, right. still, while still being kind of clearly from a children's book, like there's something that feels very adult about them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's the time thing. It's kind of, I mean, that's, um, but that is an adult. It's just a younger one. Um, mm. You know? Yeah. The kid. Um, and you know, that, that, yeah, I think it's all the same. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that that's the things are more related. Maybe, maybe like you say, being a father, maybe think that or realize that, but I think the things are more related than we might normally think we really separate, you know, like this is childhood and it means this thing. And then this next part of life is totally different. And I'm not so sure that that's true. In yeah. my experience, I don't think that that's necessarily how it's been for me. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, actually, because actually, yeah, maybe it, it works both ways that it like that our childness or our innocence is still in us yeah. or even the fears or right things we maybe had in childhood are still continue into adulthood or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, I don't think that you're the same person all the time by any means, but I don't think that that change of, from being one person into another person is necessarily delimited by like your like puberty or your age or anything like that. Yeah. Um, let me see what else is on my list. I won't keep you too much longer, but. Uh... No, it's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate your, your, um, your interest and your, you know, engagement and everything. Yeah, oh, it's fun for me too. <laughs> I feel like we covered a lot of things. Well, one other thing that um, just uh, around, just since we were already talking about it, like that one with the frog and the mm. thing about um, making versus showing reminded me of this Winnicott quote where he says something like, um, it is, it is a joy to be hidden, but a disaster not to be found. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. That is very similar, actually. Yeah. And like that's very close to what I what I was what I hadn't, you know, the connection I saw between that drawing and what I was saying about showing and making, yeah. Yeah. I love the I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's something really potent, I think, about that idea for artists. Mm -hmm. Like totally. Yeah. Yeah. The totally. privacy of making, but also the need to be seen or to be recognized, or right. that I think it's a kind of a circuit. Like it's a paradox. Both parts of it are very vital and significant, like and like true and strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know. Someone. This is just a kind of roundabout way of talking about it more, but. Um, Someone was talking about like, or maybe there's just this general idea that like showing our work is like only selfish or self-gratifying or something. But like, mm. 
ideally, if our work is good or something is that we that we should be making it that people do derive something from it or get some joy or connection or something from it. Like I think we forget about that part of it, like because it is, is very for other people. Yeah, like because it is. I think mostly it's good to kind of be self-centered while you're making your work like to not mm. think too much about like you don't want to be making it for other people like that would mm. be weird I see, what you mean. I see what you mean yeah 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 but yeah we want someone yeah. to see it I don't know yeah I yeah I um it is I guess it's a little bit of a conflict um I feel that that way but I also think that um it's just pretty complex. Like as a, like as a person, um, you're not, you're not, um, even if you spend all your time in your studio by yourself, mm -hmm. um, you're not, uh, you're not, um, you're not a distinct entity, like from the parts of the world that are around you or the parts of the world that you think about. And that's necessarily yeah. going to include a lot of other people. Yeah. You know, it's, you're necessarily like a social, um, uh, construct you know as a as a person and that's 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 got to be part of making the work as, as well if we're yeah. you know if you're being if you're being uh realistic um so the world you know has already sort of made made the the work and then and then the world is is also going to be the one that, that that sees the work um and and as far as you know as far as you like what you like what you have to do with that it's you know it's 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 um i don't know it's kind of like getting like uh for, for me having a show is 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 useful because you can you can kind of find out something about your work you know when you see it up in an mm -hmm. outside you you can find out um you just some information about it yeah, I feel often like I don't totally see it until it's outside. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. I mean, I relate to that of like, yeah, that we are not, yeah, we're not so singular or, you know, that we are connected to each other right, right. and we can't, yeah, that obviously we're informed i mean i think you yeah you do that through baseball through some of these other objects through the stuff with fatherhood or or even just like invoking these ideas of like other characters or authors you're thinking about while you're yeah. thinking in some way right oh i see what you're saying yeah 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 <laughs> that's true yeah but i think it's even in like the paint you know mm, right for me, it, for me it is oh yeah. yeah that's cool i love that that reminds me of um, have you ever read any like Thich Nhat Han? He's like a no. I just read that down too. Yeah, I think I've talked about this before on the show, but I he's a awesome, he's just like a very um, profound like monk guy, mm. and he's all about like how yeah, like everything is connected. Like a cloud is like in right. our soup, and you know yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, that also reminds me of this thing I was reading about Adler that he thought of, like, yeah, that we should think of, like, 
which I don't know if I totally understand exactly how he's thinking about it, but this idea of that, like, everything is part of a community, like, even, like, inanimate objects, like, that we are all, that we're not just related to people, and that, like, the whole world is a community, including the inanimate objects in it. Yes, that is true, um, because the people are not the only um, members of the community with minds. Yeah. Inanimate objects are people, too. Yeah. Persons. They're persons. Yeah. They're persons. Mm -hmm. um, not people, but they're persons. And so they have minds as well. Um, they have, it, you can think of it as at least they have, that's how I, I mean, <laughs> this, I'm giving you the news, the good news. <laughs> but they, uh, they uh, you can think of them as at least uh, sort of uh, an analogous to our consciousness. You can, if you want to make an analogy so to us, it's, it's at least like an incipient consciousness. Yeah. I think so. In like an atom, even in like a, relations. yes, in like a photon, even I yeah, think, yes, right. a kind of a consciousness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and that's, um, that's, that's, uh, I think that that's um, something that will be borne out actually by science. I think that, you know, I, I actually think so. Um, just from things I've read and, and, and all like, um, you know, there's like, um, I've read, there's an experiment where it's trying to like re-engineer, because we always want to re-engineer everything. So we were re-engineering, um, I think it was like termite bacteria to do something like more useful, like for us, like make um, fuel or probably it was to make fuel. And so we like figured out the DNA. We knew everything there was to know about it. We changed the DNA. They should be now like fuel. Mm -hmm. making factories instead of what they were doing before and that they didn't work and the scientists were like i guess like the they didn't want to you know <laughs> they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't figure it out but it was like we're not talking about things that are traditionally thought of as having like consciousness these are like parts of not even the whole bacteria like some molecules inside the bacteria you know yeah didn't want to, didn't want to play long <laughs> and i think that that's the case and i think that if that's not the case then it's pretty hard to um explain like where our consciousness comes from you know yeah it, it's because we it's in it's in the molecules that we are mm -hmm. yeah i like and that we're yeah. and that we're and that we touch you know and that are around because right. if you touch something then now that you have a couple of that on you too right like and we're yeah we're permeable like right, right exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i like the idea that those things like rebel too like yeah yeah that, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, that kind of reminds me of the there was like one painting that you talk about this like character as being kind of like ornery or something or like hard to get along with. And oh yeah, um, from the from the from that I named the painting after. Um, yeah. Yeah, the the big green. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's um. Right, that was a character from a, a Hawthorne book, uh, House of the Seven Gables, uh, Hepzibah. And yeah, she was, you know, she's not like a very likable mm -hmm. character. Um, I hung it actually across from the Pearl Ball Belt because um, she was maybe seen in her community almost slightly the way Pearl Ball Belt was. Like, you know, yeah. it was like a grumpy old lady in like a big old house. Um, but that painting, you know, when I was working on it or, 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 or when it was finished, that was the one I did with the wallet. Um, 
the character of the painting, you know, just just reminded me of that character, you know, from the book. It was very, um, uh, it was like a fixed, a fixed quality to it, like a stubbornness and like a fixedness and like a refusal to kind of, um, um, uh, you know, like adapt itself to anything. And, but, but, but in that, but I, but I thought that was something I mean, that could be like a bad thing, but in this case, it seemed like sort of like admirable about it. Like it made me, it made, I was, I was drawn to that about it in the same way that I was about in, in that character in that book. It really reminded me of her, you know, yeah. and especially her, especially her specifically too, because for her, it's all about in the book, it's all about her um, relationship to her house and her garden. And that's kind of it for her. And that's, you know, it's kind of like my life too, actually, or everybody's now, but um I was mine was already <laughs> like that but um you know she's like in this that's the house of seven gables right she's in this big old house and she like that's her like that's her like um what's the word she inherited it that's her inheritance you know mm -hmm. her birthright or whatever because she's like a fancy lady and um but it's like falling apart it's uh it's not in repair and it's got the gardens around it too and that's but that's like who she is and that's who she sees herself as and the whole novel is about like the world like the circumstances of her life are sort of conspiring to like separate her from that milieu but she realizes that that's that she um she can't be separated from it because that's that's actually who she is like she is the house like she is the the garden the stuff you know and mm -hmm. that that kind of like identification with her environment um reminded that um you know I saw that in the painting too you know yeah it reminds me of just I mean I guess I was relating it to the idea of like the character of an artist or an artist in right story. yeah for sure yeah. that's probably why I liked her yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. and like a sense that an artist like has to be kind of like going against the grain in a way right. or, or like yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, because she's very like sensitive, but also like refusing, you know, very, very stubborn all at the same time. And that's that's kind of like, you know, the making and showing, you know, you have to be like super sensitive and also like very tough. And yeah, the, the, they don't go together. You have to you have to do both. Yeah. Yeah. Can you say how you use the wallet? You just used it like a brush? kind yeah, of. Yeah, I just, you know, I just held the wallet and um, put the paint on the wallet. And uh, after a while, it got really squished and there was kind of like a flat part, you know, and that uh -huh. was you know that I had like a little grip into it you know after a while mm -hmm. um yeah, so that was it yeah and I you know and I kind of think that um at first you know um I probably thought you know years ago uh, I thought well let me try something that's not a brush because maybe it might get a, an interesting mark or you know it might change the scale you know because a lot of the scale of the painting has to do with um not just that the size is important, the dimension is important, but also the, the, the relative size of the marks on the painting and, 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 the, sh and the quality of them in yeah. relation to the dimensions of the painting. So I thought, well, if this is something, um, this might be something more interesting I've seen the brush so many times what, what would this do instead? But, for, but now I think that the, uh, using the objects, it's more, um, it's more uh, just because I have them uh, and they're around and I don't want to throw them out without using them. And also, um, and also um, I think that there's a way in which for me, there's a way in which, okay, there's a way in which for me that when you put paint on with an object that's not a brush, the paint 
retains its object quality more than if than if you put it on with a brush and, and the brush is so um i guess the form of what it means to use a brush is so strong um because of the history of painting you can see it when you see a brush mark it really has a way of kind of like transforming the paint and making it into a medium mm. it turns it into a medium you know it, like a like a like a vessel for a thought or like a recording of 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 you know of an emotion or an action or something, and where when it goes on with an object, it can kind of it can kind of re retain its objectness, which is the part of the, about the paint that I like. Hmm. You know? That's interesting. So it's not that you want to necessarily infuse it or inform it so much with the object as like give the paint a chance to be itself kind yeah of. yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah but of course it, you're you're absolutely right though it can only be itself mm -hmm. in relation to other objects yeah like, like any other object like 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 you and i like any like anything you know so yeah. it's, now it's going to be itself in relation to this but some objects are sort of more like authoritarian you know or like yeah draconian and the brush is a wonderful <laughs> thing but it's you know it's that's a lot to go up against Right. Yeah, I see. It has this kind of history and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot yeah. to go. And sometimes that's exactly what you what you need. It depends on that. So that's why um for key key paintings I often we'll use a brush because the brush is so um sort of inherently descriptive. It has it's it can't not be descriptive, you know, it just is. Um because of because of um because of the history and also I think because there's um lots I think because the hairs on the brush are so small and there's so many of them, that 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 structure I think is is a big reason why a, a brush is um, is just like is, is, there's like a descriptiveness built into like what it means to be a brush. You just put mm -hmm. that on there, and it's gonna describe something. You know, we don't know you don't maybe you don't know what yet, but it's it's, it's definitely descriptive. Um, so that's why it's good if you if that's what you're trying to do, describe something that that's what you, that's what you want. Mm -hmm. and yeah. you're really good with the brush too like oh you I, think so oh, thanks yeah yeah uh well saw, you know yeah i never saw these like self-portraits that you like there's some two of the key key paintings i think are self-portraits that are pretty where'd you see those oh like on my website are yeah. They there? Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i've done that um you know and it's yeah i've actually you know i might do that again um i like painting with the brush well that death painting was of the brush was with was all with the brush yeah. The show. Um, and I was actually thinking that that might be um, what I what I need to do next is um, <clears throat> in relation, sort of like I have the objects, you know, now in relation to the big paintings. But I think it might be interesting to do um, uh, some some representational paintings with the brush, um, just like I did the, with death there, that that small painting, but maybe a little bit bigger because I have these two windows in my studio and the other window is 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 a little bit nicer. Yeah. Things things to see, you know, a tree and stuff. So that might be I might I might do that actually. I was thinking that. That's cool. Yeah, I love that. I like it also just as like a way of like that it like is a surprise and like a breach of like you're being like an abstract painter. Oh totally. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. Well that's the thing, you know. I'm 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 actually true <laughs> and this is probably career-wise is a disaster but i'm truly not interested in style like at all yeah i don't care about it and i'm also not i'm all, but i'm also not interested in like being the guy with no style because that's right. a style that's also yeah. a style <laughs> i'm really not i'm really just trying to do that thing
yeah they can you know i really but yeah why i think it's like really beautiful because it yeah i don't it doesn't feel even like it doesn't feel like oh now this doesn't make sense with the other stuff like it actually Uh, totally feels like it all makes sense but good good yeah but it's nice that you're not limited to only working in this one way and right yeah Yeah, i was wondering about that with the uh with the objects because it's been something i've been wanting to do for a while you know and people usually don't want to show those um but um i just kind of thought that um that it would be okay you know in relation to the paintings that they would that it would be clear or you just trust you have to trust other people you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm glad you got a chance to kind of yeah, yeah, give it too, the yeah. full yeah, vision exactly. that you want yeah, yeah. to yeah 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 i um I, uh, you know, I love um, one of my, you know, four main people that I think about in terms of um, helping me like develop my work, you know, the, based on just based on shows I saw in museums when I was younger, but one of them is Paul Tech. Mm. And, um, you know, I think he achieved something really important with his um, attaching the like picture lights to his paintings you know what i'm talking about the little lamps that went on the top yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. that and also the way he hung them very very low and um with the little chairs mm-hmm. you know in front of them yeah because um you know i've seen some very very good i've seen shows of very with very good paintings in them mm-hmm. and as and but it's just um it's just paintings in a room it's just paintings in a room and it actually makes the art less. It actually makes the art of the paintings less. It, it weakens it, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, you know, what Paul Tech did for me is he was able to take the art, which was still um, the art of the paintings, you know, it's coming from the paintings, but he was able to, he found a way to let that art um, incorporate the room into itself. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he brought the room into the art as well. And right. that, that actually made, that actually did a big favor to the paintings. You know, mm-hmm. he actually helped the paintings out a lot by doing that, by letting the paintings, he actually let the paintings be really what they were, which was not just a bunch of stuff on a wall, but actually uh, 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 an idea that you could walk around inside, yeah. um, you know, uh, a, a, a full, a full, um, a, a full, a full space and, and full like experience of time, you know, in, in, in a certain location. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of um, thought that, um, you know, maybe it would be okay um, to have the objects in if they could be, if they could do something like that, you know, as opposed to just, um, just having a bunch of paintings in a room and then, you know, it could be anywhere. There's, there's something arbitrary about it. Yeah. You know, paintings so on it, the wall. It makes it a bit more site specific or kind of, or offer right. the way to lead the viewer through in a way. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that, um, you know, it was a way of um, bringing the, um, Letting the letting the art um, um, include the space between the paintings too. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I mean, this is uh, well. On the day I saw the show, your son was there in the middle, like <laughs> yeah, making yeah. some like dinosaur.